Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Universal pre-K won't be just a New York thing under bold plans today by President Biden. There's a classroom controversy here at home. Connecticut on the verge of ending the religious exemption for mandatory school vaccinations. I'm Sean Adams in Norwalk. There's a candidate controversy in New York. A former intern for mayoral candidate Scott Stringer says he groped her and made unwanted sexual advances. Stringer denies the allegations. I'm Marla Diamond. You want that shot? Walk right in. No appointment needed. Come in and get a vaccine. And that is today in New York. And the goal has been set for returns to offices. Joe Connolly will have that. This is Wednesday, April 28th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Today's going to be unusual in that it's going to feel like summer. First time since, well, summer. Temperatures into the 80s today for most of the New York area. We're off to a nice start already with temperatures feeling comfortable. No jacket required this morning. Later on today, we expect to hear from President Biden, who's going to be calling, now we understand, for free preschool for all three and four-year-old children, part of what he calls his American Families Plan. He will detail that tonight, and details have just been filtering in overnight. Ellen Galinsky is the president of the Families and Work Institute of New York. She loves the idea. Preschool years are a time of enormous growth and development, and the possibilities are very important because these years are laying down the foundation for who children are going to be and whom they're going to become. Question always is who pays for it? Well, from what we're coming, seeing the details coming in, it would be those making over 400000 a year. Details are still in flux. Members of Congress have been spending the final hours before the address tonight by President Biden to ensure their priorities are included in this. And uh, speaking of schools, there's controversy in Connecticut about a plan to force all students, public and private, to get vaccinated with no religious exemption. Let's go live to Connecticut this morning. And WCBS's Sean Adams. Sean, good morning. Uh, There were thousands protesting outside as this uh, vote was being taken. Tell us about the vote and about what it means. Well, what it means is this. Connecticut will soon become the sixth state to eliminate the religious exemption for mandatory school vaccinations. New York State did this uh, back in 2019. Connecticut Governor Lamont is expected to sign the bill. The vote in the Senate, 22 to 14. 
two Democrats uh, sided with the Republicans against this bill. A debate has been emotional. The issue is contentious. Outside the state capitol, thousands of people protested all day yesterday. Ultimately, proponents of the bill say this is a victory for science. This is about public health, protecting vulnerable children, vaccines are safe and they save lives, medical exemptions though are still allowed. Wayne? But the protesters don't agree with that, Sean. No, protesters uh, call this government overreach. They argue that parents should have control over what happens to their children. Uh, In name it's called a religious exemption and that might be a bit outdated because in reality this really has little to do with faith. No major religion today prohibits vaccinations protesters on the whole, uh, they probably have more of a philosophical objection. They argue that their civil rights are being violated here. That's a good point. Thank you, Sean. The the whole point about religious exemptions are not really applying so much anymore. One of the candidates for mayor is fending off allegations that an intern had to fend off his hands. Marla Diamond is live with the accusation against and the denial by Scott Stringer. Marla, who is the accuser and when does she say this happened? Wayne, the allegations come from a woman who worked as an unpaid intern for Stringer's campaign for public advocate in 2002. She claims Stringer groped her, repeatedly touched her sexually without her consent, made multiple sexual advances, and offered to get her a role as a Democratic district leader. After initially declining a response, a spokesperson for Stringer's campaign for mayor released a statement from him that read in part, I firmly believe that all survivors of harassment have the right to come forward. These allegations are untrue. The woman's claims come as Stringer kicks off his first TV ad campaign, marking the start of a new and intense and expensive phase of the crowded race to become New York City's next mayor. And we expect more details about this this morning, Marla? Yes, the woman's attorney has an 11 a.m. press conference outside Stringer's office to provide more details about the uh, allegations. In a release, the attorney, uh, Patricia Pastor, said it's unfortunate uh, but all too common that women report having been touched sexually without consent uh, by often by men who engage uh, in this way are in a position of power and influence over the women. Marla, thank you. We want to update the story we were reporting most of yesterday about that crash on the LIA that killed a New York City police officer. The prosecutors allege that the woman who drove into and killed Anastasios Sakos yesterday on the LIE admitted that she was drinking and smoking weed before she got into her car, didn't know where she was going, was following her GPS. As Jessica Bove left the Queens Police Station house, she apologized. I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? I'm sorry, but I'm going A strikingly different tone from hours earlier when she ranted against police in a Facebook podcast during which she could be seen drinking from a plastic cup. Some people really don't give a f- like NWA say about the police. If you're going to kill me, at least I get to take a couple of you with me. Police say her blood alcohol level was 0.15, legally drunk times two. If convicted of vehicular manslaughter, she could do 15 years in prison. Officer Sakos was 43, husband and father to a three- and six-year-old. Now on the Morning News Roundup of Wednesday morning, Joe Connolly is here with the goal set now to return to the offices. Joe. Yes, Wayne. Jamie Dimon of Chase signaled it's time to return to the office. Chase employees will come back. Starting in about two months, they'll come back on a rotating basis with a 50% cap each day to start. 
Jamie Dimon says a lot is lost in the Zoom world. So it's hard to inculcate culture and character and all those things when you have the Zoom world. Spontaneous combustion, it goes away. Hard to manage, you know, it's hard to be very critical. You got 15 people on the screen. So what before was like a, a deep dive question, now it looks a little bit rude. And, you know, so bankers, you know, relationships, I think it's very hard to build and develop and deeper relationship on the Zoom world. So you still, you know, there'll be more Zooming. Yes, but he says Chase will also reduce its office space considerably. Many people will be in, but not as often. Catherine Wild of the Partnership for New York City says Chase's announcement will set a standard here and a lot of companies will now follow probably similar plans. Even if large companies bring in 50 or 60 percent of employees a day, that would mean a big increase in foot traffic in the city because Castle System says occupancy in the office towers right now is still only at about 15 percent. Wayne? Joe, thank you. We want to remind you that uh, Mets fans who love hearing their favorite team on WCBS can now hear it on the Odyssey app every pitch, every game this year on your smartphone, on your radio, 880 AM as well. So download the Odyssey app to hear it on your phone and catch the Mets all season long in the Tri-State. And for the news you need during the game, use the link at WCBS880.com. And yet the Mets, well, they could use a little bit of mojo right about now. And we'll hear about that next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now on the WCBS Morning News Roundup, the weather day ahead, the exergen forecast, dress appropriately, meaning don't dress like much at all. Here's Craig Allen. <laughs> right. It's 53 degrees right now. You will need the jacket right now for some of the suburbs. It's in the 40s, but boy, is it going to warm up quickly this afternoon. Get uh, 82 to 88 degrees across most of the area, except falling back through the 70s and into the 60s if you're at the beaches and along the coastline. Cloudy with scattered showers or a thunderstorm for tonight, 60 to 65 with 50s in some suburbs. And then tomorrow, varying amounts of clouds. There could be a shower or thunderstorm just about any time tomorrow. And the Thursday high will stay between 70 and 75. In fact, Friday's a little bit cooler, 65 to 70, and still a couple of showers around with a lot of clouds. But right now, 53, humidity 77%. It's an easterly wind. We have to get that to switch around to the west-southwest, and when it does so... High temperatures today will climb into the middle 80s. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. And new today in New York, walk-in vaccinations. No registration required for anyone 16 and older. All the barriers are removed. Just show up and roll up your sleeve. And the mass vaccination sites have capacity to handle it. Governor Cuomo on the change to state-run sites, all because demand for shots is down. Fewer people are asking for appointments. About 45% of New Yorkers now have at least one dose. Prince Harry and wife Meghan will be campaign chairs for Vax Live. It is a concert this weekend to reunite the world, as they call it. Put on by the anti-poverty group Global Citizen, Jennifer Lopez, Eddie Vedder, her Foo Fighters. We'll all be at that concert airing on pretty much all the networks and on YouTube as well. The counterculture modern-day hippie fest that has drawn 80,000 to the Nevada desert, Burning Man, has just been canceled for a second straight year due to COVID, although the organizer says the need for community has never been stronger. Let's get a sports update this morning on the Roundup, and uh, Marco Bledi is here for Brad. Marco, the Mets could use some mojo. 
Yeah, Wayne, the Mets offense is in neutral. Garrett Richards shut him down to the tune of one run over seven with 10 Ks as the Red Sox double the Mets 2-1. Jeff McNeil was the offense, a solo shot in the second. Francisco Lindor heard the booze. He's off to a sluggish start. He's hitting 212, just one home run. After signing that massive $341 million extension after the trade with Cleveland, Mets now going with their best tonight as Jacob DeGrom gets the call, gets Nick Pavetta. Coverage is right here on WCBS 880 and the Odyssey app beginning at 6. Yankees race the Orioles 5-1. Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, Kyle Gashioka all went yard. For Higgy, this came after Aaron Boone had announced he's earned more playing time as Gary Sanchez continues to struggle. So we'll see if this becomes Higashioka's full-time job. Corey Kluber, his first Yankee win, one run over six and two-thirds. Now, the only bad news was Judge left this game in the ninth inning with what they called general soreness in his lower body. He's likely to get a day or two off soon. Bombers also made a trade before the game. They sent Mike Tockman to the Giants in exchange for lefty reliever Wandy Peralta. And the Nets, they were too much for the Raptors, 116-103, officially putting Brooklyn in the playoffs as they hold a, a game-and-a-half lead on the Sixers for the top spot in the East. Marco Belletti, WCBS 880 Sports. Thank you, Marco. The Wednesday Morning News Roundup on WCBS. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. Thanks for listening. And three things to know. President Biden to address a joint session of Congress tonight, marking 100 days in office. It'll be a policy-heavy wish list, and he'll detail his goal of universal pre-K for all three- and four-year-olds and how to pay for it. The second thing, overnight protesters in North Carolina have been arrested for violating the curfew ahead of a court hearing this morning. In the police killing of Andrew Brown Jr., the initial snippet of video showed him with his hands on the steering wheel as he was shot in the back of the head, shot five times by the cops. And the court hearing today will determine whether to reveal the entire police cam video as the family is demanding. A third thing, India falling deeper and deeper into death and disease from COVID. Today bringing another record number of cases, more than one third of a million just in one day. Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey on MSNBC. It's an awful tragedy. Um, I did speak to the ambassador yesterday. We have one of the largest Indian diasporas of any American state. One of my few state visits, in fact, was to India a year ago last fall. Um, it's it's a, one of the fastest growing populations and one of the most meaningful in our state. What's going on in India is a tragedy. And by the way, it's not abstract. I can't tell you how many members of the New Jersey community who I've inter- interacted with, who have a relative who is either sick or, God forbid, passed from this. Um, I applaud the steps the Biden administration are taking. Uh, we are right now reviewing all the potential steps that we could take, some of which we need the feds to obviously take for us. For instance, remdesivir is a decision the feds would have to make. But I was very happy to see that the vaccine uh, vaccines going in that direction we will be for we will be here for India in their hour of need as they would be for us. Governor Murphy on MSNBC in New York, the city controller is alleging Mayor De Blasio's office was scammed at the height of the pandemic, with almost two million dollars of taxpayer money still missing. And Steve Burns has that story. The city was scrambling, trying to find as many ventilators as possible back in March 2020. It entered into an agreement with Global Medical Supply LLC. The city prepaid. million for ventilators that never arrived. Nearly $2 million of that initial payment is still unaccounted for, says City Comptroller Scott Stringer. The city missed critical warning signs, including a lack of proof that these ventilators existed. Stringer, who's also running for mayor, blames Mayor de Blasio's suspension of the usual procurement rules, the checks around spending taxpayer money. Those rules are still suspended today. With all due respect to the Comptroller, that 
doesn't reflect what it was really like to be in the middle of a kind of wartime dynamic, a crisis dynamic. Despite no longer being in that dynamic, de Blasio says the procurement rules are too slow. We're still in a very dynamic situation. The COVID crisis is not over. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. And if you'd like some space of your own, off the grid, we have an island to sell you. The only home on a small island in Rhode Island's Narragansett Bay is up for sale. It's a seasonal cottage on Patience Island, and it is off the electrical grid. It has 600 square feet, two bedrooms, kitchenette, half bath, front porch. It's all yours for $399,000, a pretty small price for such solitude. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.